Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Everybody, and thank you so much for joining us on the Cindy Cochran Show. I'm Cindy Cochran. It works out well, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay, so anyway, we are just going to have the best show today. Richard's going to interject as he always does with his sweet self if he stopped eating long enough to do that. And then we have a guest, special guest, because we're going to promote Richard's show. And he's going to, and this guest gets to be on, but... Uh, it's not just my show. It's his, yours it's and It's our his show. show. It's yours. The way you introduced it, you made it sound like it's my show. And- on Richard's show, this is a guest on my show. And when you and this guest have your show, are you going to have me on that show to promote this show? You don't get up that early, Cindy. No, y'all don't. When do you? And you don't stay up that late either. When? <laughs> That's a big lie. Uh, so, but you record it anyway. So, what difference does it make what time it is of the day? You wouldn't have. Something I think. Early. Well, Andrew and I will come to your house and we'll record it at your house, and we'll do it where you're on the ground for six hours. That's where we'll do it. Because <laughs> if you didn't know that, Andrew, she fell and no one found her for six hours. Oh my. Help! I've fallen. I can't get up. It was it was that kind of scenario, and Richard, we shouldn't be making light of that. Well, I'm here though. It sounds serious. I, I'm here, and it's okay. I I condone you making light of it. Um, well, it's not my fault. She does methadone like every night. <laughs> <Sure>. Good grief! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I I I, just, I do worry about you, Cindy, and I worry that your family. This is a call out to your family, not checking up on you. <laughs> Well, it it was, but it was like one o'clock in the morning. Everybody was asleep, and everybody had their. Uh, you didn't have like a cowbell? airplane, an airplane app on, or a, a airplane thunderstorm. Mode, no thunderstorm app on. Oh. They had the all that going on, and so it, it sounds like a seven forty seven. You live out in the country. Why do you seven forty seven taking off in a mm-hmm. thunderstorm is what it sounds like in our house at night. So they couldn't hear me, and it was. Um, it was really sad, and I could not. I could not get up. I had uh, been holding off on trying to check out what this infection was. I just putting it off and putting it off, and coming to the show and help spreading it to everybody. That I mean, I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. Well, and thanks for having me on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still coughing up stuff. I'm just glad I'm younger. Good grief! Right. Just spray. Oh, so this, this is the same. Th- the same thing you had is what she had. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I've already seen you since then. I feel like I'm. Fairly, oh, this is a, this I feel is like a I'm fairly back. immune. Yeah, this okay. is a while back. This was a month yeah. ago. I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 But I just kept putting it off. Putting but off that's where we're going to do the interview, yeah. though. We're going to go to the spot where you laid for six hours, <laughs> okay. and we'll we'll put tape re-enact out. It. We'll put, reenact it. I'm still interested in this airplane mode you have at your home. The, uh, this sounds was, amazing. 
Don't you? I just, are a, you making a joke because you live by an airport? At, or are you no, making... it's an app that you sleep okay. with. You want to hear okay, it. It's like a white noise machine, basically. Yeah, and you can, you can select different noises, and one of them is probably an airplane going yeah, overhead. Because let me tell storm. you, nothing more relaxing than airplanes flying over your head. Well, it, they're not. You are in the airplane, and you're ah. looking out the window, and it's just the sound of what happens in the. Yeah, you especially know, if you're okay. British. In an airport. What? Especially what? That if shot you're, over my head. If you're, if you're British. They love the sounds of airplanes over their heads. Oh my, that's a war reference. I, I think you like that. You no. like that? No, I don't like it. That at was all. good. I think you should shut up. Uh, no, it, I, anyway, so it was just too noisy, so they couldn't hear me. So I laid there, and I had just fallen, and I fell on top of my lab, laying on this big pillow. <laughs> Wait, the, the dog? Yes, yeah. the dog. I tried to and get it up out of bed. It didn't make a noise. And I fell <laughs> over, and the dog just looks at me like, "What are you doing?" Well, yeah, this is my bed. And so, did you have a bonding moment? What? Did you have a bonding moment? No, the dog was probably worried about getting an infection. No, yeah, no. no, the dog was trying to like, okay, hurry up, get get up. And so I, I had to push <laughs> myself off. I was oh, trying Cindy, to get. We don't have to talk anymore about this. Come on, it's, it's terrible. It's a great this is all story. news to me, though. Okay, sounds terrible. I'm just, I'm trying to. I just like making fun of her. I'm trying to garner I've Andrews. Noticed. Oh, I haven't told you yet who's here. See, you're getting introduce me off your, track. I'm introduce like me, please. Teacher, I demand, school. I demand to be introduced. Well, first, I have to talk to the sponsor. The sponsor is Wooten Financial Group. There we and go. And Chris Wooten is uh, the CEO of that, and he's so sweet, so kind. And all he wants to do is to help you with your money to get your more money for you and to uh, also make sure that you feel secure about your money and to take it out from under the mattress and take it and put it in places. He, he will do all that for you. You don't have to worry anymore. You can go on your vacations. You can go do your stuff, and it'll be fine. You know what's funny? So what? I was thinking, we're at the story, Audience of One is a show that's every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio, and we recorded right before the show, and we were talking about a funny story about a family member found a dead member's, uh, was it... Uh, a million pennies? 800,000 pennies. 800,000 pennies yeah. in the house. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if Chris Wooten. What would he do? What would he do with 800,000 pennies? What would his advice be? Yeah. Uh, get you a big piggy bank. Well, no, you, I you, think well the bank you. wouldn't take it. Yeah, the bank wouldn't take no, it simply too much. It has right? to be they rolled. don't want to mess with it. You have to roll it first. Right. right. And they didn't want to take it to Coinstar either because, well, that takes 8%, you know? Even though they well, found this money, to that's begin right. With. That would be yeah. that would be an easy. If you, if you just be so upset, people would be so upset with you standing in line waiting for you to finish counting. Well, that'd be a question to post him. Now, what would you do with eight hundred thousand pennies that you found in the basement of a deceased relative? My audience doesn't answer questions. They probably like, actually no, have. No, I'm saying <laughs> Wooten, Chris Wooten. You can ask him. Yeah, that, uh, that's what I'm saying. Your sponsor, who does a great job finding out what right. to do, be smart with your money, yes. and that's a great question. Yeah. Roll them. He'll he'll just say roll it up because the banks aren't. Well, he'll take he it. could he do that for us? That's not going to is that, is that not a service? Four percent. Yeah, I'll un- give him four yeah, percent. Yeah, undersell. <laughs> yeah, Coinstar. I'm not doing Coinstar. <laughs> yeah, undercut. The- <laughs> you know, I, was it, it's you, like eight minute abs and doing them in seven. Who was right? it that told me the story about uh, the Coinstar scam? That was me. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So when I was in college, there was. Uh, an acquaintance. I actually know them as an acquaintance. I haven't introduced you yet. Could you hold We already on? said that. We host a show called Audience <laughs> no. of One every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. All no. the links are provided for Audience of One. Subscribe right now, podcast, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. So now we can continue on with the story. You know, you no, you got to let Cindy. For, you talk too quickly for Properly introduced. You know oh, man, Cindy, I wanted to get slower. to the story. Andrew, Andrew Belshner is with us Close today. Enough. 
and he is the one that is doing this uh, new show. And I, it's, it's new. How New-ish. long have y'all been on? Six months. Six months. I okay. just found out it was six months. <laughs> yeah, you oh said we had 12 shows. Like, I like, feel like it's you know, like or twice that many. <laughs> three weeks. That's amazing. How, I'm sure it's really good because it, you don't even realize how fast it's gone it's by. Ph- it's phenomenal. The show, if you have not been consuming this, uh, the show, you need to be. Okay, so this is Andrew Belsner. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here and to meet you. And uh, yeah, thank you for having to me. To find out what uh, what goes on. I listen to your show Richard. quite often, anytime I can. You know, I listened a few months ago when your husband was on. That was pretty fascinating. He's oh, an interesting yes. guy. He I, is. I love how uh, for about the first 20 minutes of the show, <laughs> he just sat <laughs> there and didn't really say much with his arms crossed. I thought. This guy is the He's worst mad. guest ever. <laughs> and then he opened up and it was amazing. You know, hearing him talk about growing up in Houston in the 1940s without any air conditioning. Right. You know, and here we are. It's 100 degrees outside right now. And I'm complaining because there's just a little bit of sweat on my back and the air conditioner's not working properly in here. He's well, like, it never will. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced Lone Star Community Radio is cursed. Wherever we go, we always have AC issues, no right. matter what. Right. Yeah. You know? Like, I remember, do you remember when they renovated the old space where they were doing stuff? And I was like, you got to, this is a perfect opportunity to fix the AC. Yes. For some reason, well, they found out, oh, you don't have a return. So all that air (laughs) is staying in there. So that was nice. (laughs) That'll do it. And then the landlord was like, oh, we're going to put an AC unit just for your your space. Mm -hmm. But of course, when they installed it, he realized, oh, we need to add it to other spaces too. So we were... At the end of the install, we're the last ones on the line. Right. So all that cold air is being blown through like four other spaces, <laughs> and then it'll get to us. And I'm like, we're never going to get AC in here. Nope. You, it's you always know, they, gonna... What they don't do a lot of times is they don't put a they don't put it where it drops down. The air drops down and, and not have it are blowing you, in. Are you because you're on person? radio, and you don't want to have it blowing into the... That's uh, true. I'd rather I, I'd rather have the noise blowing and be cold and to be sticky and no air blowing. Oh, I bet that's not true. Because I can. You're gonna say, "What is that sound? That that, that sound is too loud." I thought that was you breathing. <laughs> so to answer your question, <laughs> yes, we've been bleeding. we've been oh, on yeah. the air now six months. We started in the I guess it was <laughs> February twelfth uh, with the show called Audience of One. I didn't actually come up with the name. I gave Dick a list of probably. 12, 15 different show names, all of which were just money. And he said, no, 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 and gave me various reasons as to why those wouldn't work. And then he said, um, I think I just was telling him basically the concept of the show was, um, you know, musings, thoughts, conversations that I normally have with myself, you know, except it's just to an audience of one. And he looked over at me and he said, that's the name. And I went, okay. Well, I thought <laughs> there you he, go. It was it was actually much more organic than I thought he was being what really I was coming with. Transparent with the audience. No, we have uh, two actually, two <laughs> very loyal listeners. No, we have we have <laughs> random people too. Yeah, well, our show sort of appeals to the randomness. Yeah. yeah, it would be so much fun if you could come back with the phone calls. We could have phone calls again. That well, was so we can. Much fun. Can on your show. What? For oh sure. yeah, because you're. Oh, yeah, okay. we, we have a message line. No, I mean live. You know they. Oh, we cannot say, do that. Okay, Cindy, I've told this person. Weren't we'll you? Kill the, him weren't you on the show with me when that guy started cursing? No, wasn't no, me. Wasn't you? Yeah. By the way, that's I, when I got rid of the phone line. I wasn't given any rules as to what I can and can't do on live radio. Is cursing is that frowned upon as well? Yes. Should sure. I not do that? Yeah, cursing is sure. frowned upon in general, hmm. especially in front of Cindy. Oh, what I words can I not is. say? You can say dick. Schistler. Yeah. Thank you. But right. Cindy cannot say it. Right. No, no, I, I noticed you are it. on this show. You are Richard. You are Richard. Mm-hmm. Richard. Because she has a lot of respect for me. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's it. She so doesn't even call me by my name. 
That's right. It's not. <laughs> We're not going <laughs> I'm not there. Not going to say. Okay. Anyway, um, actually, we'll give you a number to call, and he'll get he'll kind of school you on what you can and can't say. His name is uh, Dennis O'Connor, <laughs> and um, it'll be great. Right. So he, oh, yeah. bless his heart, he tries so hard when he comes on the show not to say bad words, mm-hmm. and it just it's pretty funny. It's part of his. It's just well, odd, his... oddly enough, your name is actually what caused me to go up and talk to you for the very first time. You probably don't even remember this. We were shocking at the bowling center one night, and he was <laughs> bowling on a pair or two over, and I looked up at his name, and I'm like, that is the coolest name I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. So I actually went up and said something to you about your name. I don't remember. If, Could you I don't pronounce know if you remember. Yeah, and then I had to tell him I was straight. After a while, I was like, this was guy's it that obvious? On me. Was it that obvious? <laughs> and this is going to get real awkward. <laughs> but I, I didn't know. Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> well, I, I didn't know at the time, one, that he was you know, on the radio, had a radio station. I had no idea. I'd never met you before. And I think I even made the comment about, that's a solid name. And you, and you made some offhanded comment about, yeah, it works great on the radio. And I didn't put two and two together. And then mm-hmm. probably about a year or two later, um, we're at, I guess it was a birthday party for him at Topgolf. And um, I said something to him about, how's the radio station going? He said, oh, it's going good. And I said, man, I would, I'd, I'd love to be on the radio. You know? And I think your response at that time was very cocky. Yeah, uh, a lot of people do. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, there's, there went that, right? I'm hoping for any sort of like, just spot. Let me, let me be on and play radio with you. And then lo and behold, um, a few months later, um, I guess it was the time we were, you were trying to get this studio up and running. And uh, a lot of the shows that had been previously doing shows weren't able to record or weren't able yeah. to produce. And so there were some openings. And I had already been thinking about this, you know, doing a show, some type of radio for a while. And uh, I said, man, this is just too much of a, this is just fate. So I reached out to Dick and said, hey, I have an idea for a show. And in typical Dick fashion, he does not reply back to me for about four days. And I thought, okay, I get it. I get the message. It's I'm not going to be on your radio station. Do I don't, te- I don't text. As you'd have them do. And then I, I don't text. He did reply back eventually and said, okay, I got an idea too. And the rest is history. I think we met up at Red Bricks and hashed the idea out for this show. We met our first of, guest there. Audience of one show. We did. did. Yes. He actually ended up being our third guest, but... He was our first well, guest he booking. Couldn't, he couldn't be, yeah, right. he's a brewer. It's yeah. one of those brewer guys, probably high. But <laughs> it's like, No, he's not. <laughs> Shout out to Ingenious Brewery, by beer. the way. That was good beer. Matthew Black, if you're listening, I, I wonderful wanna, guest. I also want to let the audience know, if you're interested in doing a show, all shows are welcome as long as it has something to do with the community. And Yeah, ours, ours is community We talk centric. about community events, what yeah, we do around town. It may not be exactly this community always, but yes. we're from the community, so that's got to count for okay. something. We're both yeah. local. So reach out, you know, lscrstudios at gmail.com, irlonestar.com. Or if you'd like to be a guest on my show, as you see, you know, anybody can be a guest well, on this show. Yeah, oh, hold get- on. I thought this was a place of prestige over here. Nor- <laughs> see, I'm normally in your spot, and it was very strange to sit over here. But I now you're know. telling me anybody can do this. Her huh? guest canceled. That's why you're uh, here. Well, yeah, I yeah, know that. No. <laughs> we, will, we will welcome all... Of you, it doesn't matter. She says that now. Wait till the end of the are. hour. She's like, that guy's never coming. All right, back. Cindy, who's the worst guest you ever had? <clears throat> Got to be in the running. I have to be. No, the show's not over yet. Do you know who it is? I don't. I don't, I'm trying to remember. Like I remember. I don't know if it's on your show particularly, but there's a guy running for some type of office, and it was almost to the level of like it wasn't dog catcher, but it was like <laughs> it was just like the simple thing. And he started going on this rant about abortion. 
And I had I remember in the middle of the talk, I go, I had to look it up. I'm like, does this have anything to do with the way he's running for? And it was like it had nothing to do. Like it was like county clerk seat something, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's going on and you on gave, about it. You gave him the platform though. And oh, I did. And I was there just like, go. that was probably the worst interview because I was like, I had nothing else to say. I was like, that's cool. Like after at, at the end of the round, I was like, that's cool. <laughs> what else is going on? Great dude, cool story, bro. On? Yeah, I was like. <laughs> That's why they should elect you because of that. Like, are you <laughs> like, are you voting on that stuff? I think the politicians are sometimes, you know, like you have no idea what kind of personality goes. Yeah. So they've got one mission in mind. Sure. And so, and I'm trying to get to let the people know their background and who they are mm-hmm. and what kind of ice cream they like to eat, or th- those kind of things that are important to know about somebody. Um, Where they like to do their drugs. At the White House. Everybody does. (laughs) Y'all want to talk about that again? It's funny. Cindy called me when that happened. She goes, what is cocaine? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) I've never heard of such a thing. No, but uh, so so who was it, Cindy? Come on. Who is it? I I can't. um, uh, um, I don't know. I would hate to say somebody's name because I probably have to call them. Chances are you have absolutely no idea who it is. No, they're, you know, a lot of times, though, I've been doing uh, this since uh, 2012 is mm-hmm. when I've got, you know, programs on. And mm-hmm. um, so after I interview somebody, a lot of times it's like, <laughs> listen, we're going to be, we're, it's, we're, yes, you're going to be back. Of course you're going to be back. Mm-hmm. What was that name again? What was his <laughs> name? And, and it was it's terrible. And I have terrible time with names. I want everybody to wear a badge or something when they come in here. Uh, I remember one when you had, was, remember that restaurant manager? He like kept looking at his phone the whole time. Kirk? No, 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 we don't, no, 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 no. I am. <laughs> no. We're not gonna say names. I just remember this one particular guy. Like he was so disinterested in promoting his restaurant, and then also talking to you. Yeah, it was maybe. almost like his. It was almost like his wife was giving birth or something. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to say that, so he was just kind of like looking down, just kind of like yeah, <laughs> yeah. The re- yeah the restaurant the the, the hours and of operation on on just search it on Google. Wow! <laughs> like it was, it was intense. I was like, "Is this guy? guy wow. Is he not supposed to be here?" And I was during your show, and you were trying so hard, so hard, sweating. We you know trying to get this person. I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't and check remember, the, the do you, time. Do you remember what he said? We don't want, we don't want people to come and do DoorDash or whatever. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah. about now. That was, oh, that's hurts. It's so recent. Oh. Stop it. He, yeah. he legit told her, because she's like, oh, do you guys do, like, since COVID and, like, delivery? He's like, oh, yeah, we do offer that, but just don't do that. Please don't call and just come to the restaurant. We don't want, we don't want DoorDash. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> I loved it. It was very condescending and had zero personality. And it was just, it was uh, difficult. Uh, but I think. Well, that's know, what happens, Cindy, when your rules to get on your show are. Anybody can be a guest. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, maybe no, you need just to, a bad day. Maybe you something. need to have I, something some, was something some clearly was going here. on. Because no, I, I want, I just want want people to know uh, that I love everybody. I mean, everybody, anybody can come on. People think that I'm conservative and uh, that I'm a Republican, and they think, oh, she would never want me to come on because I can't I'm tell by the way you dress. <laughs> In black. All yeah. time in black. Yeah, no. You got all those picket signs in the back of your car. I'm always protesting something. True, but I mean, <laughs> I, I want to be transparent and say, you know, that I'm a conservative. That's okay. I mean, sure. I, and it's your radio show. You can do whatever you want. A liberal, 
that's okay. <laughs> You're wrong, but that's okay. It's okay. So I'd, I'd love to have anybody come on, and we can discuss anything. I mean, anything. In fact, he, he really came up with the best name for the show whenever it's just he and I. Mm-hmm. It's um, Ask Me Anything, because yeah. that's truly what I believe either one of us believe, that you could ask me anything, and I could talk about it. I will say that some of your of some of your best shows are the ones where he just kind of fills in and you guys just riff for about an hour. Those, yes. are, those are fairly entertaining. That's what Audience One is. Yeah, I, I was going to say basically our show is kind of a version of that. I do have a rundown of stories that kind of cross my my mind or I heard during the week that we'll talk about, but a lot of it's just musings, Gone banter. Tangents. Yeah, tangents. It's it's just kind of fun stuff. It, I really looked at the lineup of of what he had on Iron Lone Star, and I thought there's a gap there. There's a need for some craziness, so yeah. maybe it'll maybe it'll fill the void. And uh, I, I've had a blast with it so far. Yes, um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. You should check the show out, Cindy. I will. I will <laughs> with all the, all of my listeners. I'll bring over and have them listen to you guys. And well, then... what I love is the articles he finds. I would say about ninety percent are just clickbait. Just, well, no, it's like. I if you, if you just read the headline, I'd be like it's fake news. That's not a real article, and it is. And yeah, it's just yeah, no, it's, it's random. Like today on the recording, we we're talking about a quadriplegic who's really good at uh, cornhole, a world champion. He's ranked like thirty fourth like in the world. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. And he has no arms or legs. Yeah. And he's playing cornhole, or what's another name? Like is audience he... might not know what it's called. Beanbag toss. Yeah, beanbag. Basically, whatever that you know, is. Yeah. You, know, you, know, the, you know what cornhole is? Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I figure. Oh, that's right. You have that that ambience music thing. You have a cornhole option. I forget. Just a bag. Just a bag hitting thud, the thing. Thud. I always forget that. <laughs> no, I think that's uh, our, that was our feel good story of the moment. A lot of times they're a little more good? they're a little more odd than that. Is he tossing it with his mouth? No, he's got. He does have some arms. Just nubs. From, yeah, from about his forearms down, uh, there's nothing and no legs, and so he kind of puts his hands together. Well, mm-hmm. no hands. Sorry, nubs, nubs together. He puts his nubs and together. Just throws it, and he's extremely good <laughs> so he doesn't have any artificial no nope. well he nope. might but he doesn't use them while he's playing anyways mm-hmm. not to the, the video that we saw so. well see that that's like when i went to a bowling uh they had a you'll love this i uh, i went to a bowling uh tournament and they had asked me to come and they wanted me to sign and i said why do you want me to come sign for this tournament and they said because it's all deaf people and i went Really? And I went, mm-hmm. okay, that was that was interesting. So I went, and this guy uh, is bowling, and he he bowls, and it hits the strike. And I don't notice the fact that he doesn't have any hands, but he's using, you know, the... The hooks. The hooks. Mm-hmm. He's using the hooks yeah. and, and bowling with that. So he comes over to me, and he goes, um, he's like, hi, I know you from t- TV. Mm-hmm. Now, he can't say, you know, do it, the letters TV. But he says, you know. So he was signing I, I with his hooks. He was signing. Yeah, he was signing, but he wasn't spelling anything. He was right. Just, okay. So we had this conversation, and it was it was great. It was so it was so much fun. He was, uh, you know, he was just very cool about that. So I was like, this is um, the bowling thing. I forgot was a real big deal with the deaf people. They really liked the bowling thing, and, and it's so noisy in a bowling alley. It's so noisy, mm-hmm. but they. It's not with them in there, and they don't. And whenever somebody does something good, they just you know shake their hands like that, and that's mm-hmm. that means you mm-hmm. did great. So it was um, it was interesting. You just never know who you're gonna meet at different places like that, you know. And you just and you realize that a handicap. I met this is, guy. I mean, 
Well, and and he mm. didn't even have a handicap. He was just like, well, he has a handicap. Oh, well, <laughs> it's exposed quite a bit on our show. I thought it was called <laughs> issues, but that's well. Some that's people okay. call it issues. Some people call it a, a handicap. Yeah. The, does he like to? Um, Man, being dyslexic, you get he's like, dys- persecuted. <laughs> Just because I have dyslexia, you guys make fun of me? No, there's plenty of other reasons oh. to make fun of you. That's all I'm to say. You're never, making fun of my disability? I have never <laughs> made fun of your uh, your dyslexia. I have lots of other things no. to make fun of. No, never. Never. Uh, well, tell me. I, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Like Now, uh, do you have a family? I do. How many children do you have? Uh, two. I've got an older boy, uh, 22, daughter 15, almost 16, and, what? A, and a wife. Mm-hmm. You, you have a son, 22? Yes, active duty Navy. That's correct. I thought you may be like 20, 21 years old. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> get older than that. Do you go You go out with your son? Uh, well, I mean, he's not here. He's de- deployed, so no. But, I mean, when he is he's here. here. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, i probably get get mistaken for We're know, just like the spitting. Oh, yeah, spitting images of each other. Yeah. <laughs> no he's, way. No. He's, is he real tall? Oh, like I am. I very, very tall. I didn't yes. even know he had kids. Oh, come you on didn't? now. Come on I didn't now. even know he was married. Shut See, up. you're not a good so interviewer. You have to be interviewed by Well, he's never interviewed me because we're co-hosts together. Yeah. His job isn't to interview me. He's his, his constantly job is to get asking questions. Because, Cindy, we do the show together. The show is called it's Audience not, of One it's not with, my an- show. with Andrew and Dick. Yeah, it's not my show. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not okay. trying to make him a subordinate to you or anything okay. like that. Well, I, just, I mean, you're certainly making it sound that way. No. No, I just wanted to find out what his... Yeah, no, I, yeah I, I have a family. I moved to this area about five years ago for a job that I'm no longer employed by, by choice, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, I do, you pre- really, do you really have to tell people that? Well, yeah. Those- yeah. Because otherwise it's like, oh, he moved here and then he got fired. That poor guy. No, yeah. I left uh, by choice. TMI, dude. But anyways, yeah, so I moved here about five years ago for a job. From and, where? Uh, I lived previous uh, to that in Fort Worth. I lived there for quite a long oh, okay. time. Uh, before that, I lived in Central Texas, where I went to school at uh, Southwest Texas State. Um, it was Texas State at the time. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in the Rio Grande Valley, way down southern tip by South Padre Island. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. So you've probably seen more of Texas than someone who's lived here 74 years. I've like, lived amazing. anywhere but basically west. I haven't lived in west Texas, but east, south, central, and I guess north Texas, yeah. And this is his favorite place, he said. Uh, I, I, sure, because we are on Lone Star, Lone Star Community Radio, Radio yeah. in Montgomery County. This is my favorite place I've lived in Texas. See, I told y'all it was good, <laughs> but Willis is better. No, I don't, I don't want anyone to move to Willis because we got enough people. Just don't. Right. I had the, the people from Woodlands Hills on this morning. You did? You on yeah. your morning show? Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I got it confused with Wood Forest. And then when she started talking about it, I was like, wait a second. That's Wills. <laughs> well, That's when you talk about planned communities, I mm-hmm. get a little like, like I, what's considered a planned community? It's least kind of really cool though. Starts with a plan. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, I don't. I don't think Willis it was a good. It was started. a good interview. I learned so much about what Howard Hughes Corporation's doing. Mm-hmm. Wasn't well, the Woodlands the very first master planned community in the entire United States? Correct. Back in nineteen seventy-eight. Like, is that something you fill out on a form? Like, who designates that? Because I feel like everyone who's building well, a community has a plan. Now, yes, but there has to be a first. Okay. But Mitchell, and they were the first. Yeah, they weren't the first neighborhood. No, they had Mas- like an Mas- HOA plan community. No, but he had he had it so envisioned out. He had this huge pl- of 
of how the community was going. Okay. And with how a mix of like, commercial like Dallas Fort Worth has that. Like Houston does not have that. It's like a mini city inside of a city. So you think about a neighborhood, it's all just zoned residential. Okay. You know, and you've got houses and that's it. But with a master plan community, you've got things like co- commercial, residential, light industrial, and you've got your parks and everything. It's all planned out and they have growth in different phases. And See, I didn't know that. I learned know. a lot, though. It sounded really cool. It was right by your neighborhood. Well. On the Mi- other side of the But Mitchell uh, said, I'm going to go, I'm going to stake out land so that I'm going to give these to churches because if I build a church, I mean, people can come and build their church there. Mm-hmm. I'll give them the land, and the people will come. And so that was how his his main focus on how to get to grow the community was to make and he sure— And promised no homeless people. No, he did not. Yeah, he did. Oh, the first, the first places they, he built was like a summer camp, and it was— and Sam Full and of I, homeless people. Sam and I came out no. here okay. to uh, try and find a place to live because we heard that the Woodlands was—this was, was going to happen— and we started going to the places where they they were horrible. The houses hadn't been built yet. This was like a can It was strange. It was really a strange place. But anyway, uh, but later when I was working with a television company, we started interviewing uh, Mitchell for, you know, all the things that he was doing in the Woodlands. And the Woodlands was cool, but now it's so much construction. It's so crowded. It's, it's a busy place. So oh when we were goodness. looking for homes there Wait, do you live years in the ago. I do. Um, when we were looking for homes there, I think it was a Saturday morning, early Saturday morning, and you know, it was our first introduction to the place. We're like, oh, look at this quaint little <laughs> village. We had no idea what a, you know, a bustling metropolis it can become. And so you know, we had no idea that just one, it was that big and that subject to traffic and congestion. It's a busy, busy place. I mean, when you have that mall and a lot of commerce right out there by the interstate, right. it brings in people from all over. You know, It's not right. just people from the woodlands that shop there. Unless you go several miles in, you're liable to find less less people from outside the woodlands. But it's it's you want to get from I-45 to just to the other side of the woodlands, it could take you half an hour in traffic, You know, going east to west or west to east, basically. Oh, yes. I lived there for about uh, uh, 17 years, and then— They named a, vi- a village after you. No, that's when the the cult leader killed himself, unfortunately, so that she had to move out. I'm not aware of this story. <laughs> this is amazing. They've this done. is the banter. See, this is the banter that I would see and hear when I was listening to your show all these months ago, and I said, I got I to gotta have a show with that guy. Yeah. Oh. She didn't drink the Kool-Aid. She refused. She's what's like, I hate strawberries. What's funny, though, <laughs> what's funny is when I told him I had an idea for a show... <laughs> For audience of one at that time, it wasn't audience of one. When I had this idea for a show, I did follow up in a, a later text saying, by the way, I mean with you because I don't have a co-host. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. I'm like, I want to do this. I want to do that. But I need to do it with somebody and I don't have anybody. <laughs> so that's going to be you. I yeah. must have caught him at just the right time. It is It is so much better to have someone to bounce it off of. You know, that's why yeah. I, I love With the occasional people. guest. We with the occasion. occasional guests. So you're, you're more of a guest-driven show, um, yes. I've noticed. We're, we're not. I mean, we'll have one on every now and again, mm-hmm. uh, but ours is just mostly guy banter. And I'm not necessarily guy banter, just banter and craziness. Are you a hunter? I am not. You're not? You've never hunted? I have, yeah. Okay. I come from a family of hunters. Uh, my dad and my brother certainly hunt, um, uncles and cousins and whatnot, but I, it's something I have done, but it didn't really draw me in. When I feel like there's no. I feel like there was a reason why you asked me that, though. I was just, I was just wondering. No, okay. you know, it, it puts you in a certain category. But um, what? she wants to know if I'm packing right now. It's basically <laughs> what it is. No, I just want to know if he was a hunter. That's that's key word. Are you a hunter? Meaning, is this guy packing? 
no, if you are, you're a hunter and you live in Texas and you, you'll get along fine. But um, are you packing? N- no, I'm trying to lose that. So, <laughs> no, so no, bad. not a hunter. Have nothing against hunting. That's fine. I just it's just not for me. Just I found it relatively boring. I guess. Do well, you like popcorn? Um, anti-popcorn, actually. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to starting, ask questions. I'm, starting I'm a movement ha- here. I haven't finished this line of thought though. Okay, but go I for think it. Yes. No, so you wouldn't kill Bambi. I mean, you. If never Bambi s- was asking for it you or are, attacking my family, <clears throat> yes, I would. Are you? You're not old enough to remember remember that Disney movie. Did you ever see that movie, B- Bambi? Yeah, we just established I have adult children, so yeah, I am certainly old enough to have seen Bambi. <laughs> I was hoping that y'all would have watched that. And that was, I have. That I have really, seen Bambi. It was I a tearjerker. That was that was so impressive to me. And when I met my husband, he's like uh, six years older than I am, and. He's his all his friends were hunters. And I said, mm-hmm. I can't believe they go out and shoot deer. I just can't believe that he says, I don't need I can't believe it either. They are pretty. Animals. I think that's horrible because you know, I would never shoot Bambi. And that was what everybody would say that didn't want yeah, to go hunting. Right. But one of his friends finally cajoled him to go out and he went out and he shot a deer. And it was all of it. he came back like totally different. And I went. I've taken what a life. Mean, yes, and now I'm going to go every other week. Everything we're going to go hunt the deer. It's horrible. I mean, I I just. Oh, I thought you were going to say he got the taste of blood, and now he just no. <laughs> he goes hey, and he shoots everything, everything now. Yeah. No, he got the taste of, of doing. Oh, of, of being able to shoot a deer, and then you have to rip it open. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, that's actually probably that? the part that Ugh. was the most disgusting to me, and that's Man, probably the part part that that drew me away from it. Not drew me away, but pushed me away. Was the whole, hey, if you shoot it, you got to gut it and clean it. <laughs> no, that's gross. I'm, well, I'm good. Here's Thanks. The, here's the thing. If you're going to do that and then you're going to eat eat the, the yeah, meat, and I, and I don't that's eat fine. It. But all, all of our family, everybody loves uh, venison. Yeah, and I don't. Except me. I, yeah, can't, I, I can't eat that. I don't either. Maybe that's part of it. It's just not, just not for me. I don't like it. Yeah. And they just get so mad. Oh, I know. They look and at they me like, a, like I have three heads. I'm like, dude, it's okay. Well, <laughs> it's, they try and not a big fool deal. me, and they make spaghetti with venison. Uh-huh. And then they go, here, eat this. And you know I'm, it they immediately, know I love don't spaghetti. you? And I, I said, it was made with venison. Mm-hmm. And they have to tell me the truth. Oh, but no, they, they, try, can't, they, they try. can't push it past me. I know. I know. And the thing is, if I don't, then I don't care. It's not like I have this thing where I won't eat it. It's just uh, if I can smell it and taste it, I'm not going to do it. Punch of I love it. Shut up. Uh, Dude, it's just you, taste has nothing to do, do with anything else. Do you love Yeah, if it's prepared correctly. This guy, oh, never mind. <laughs> well, what? I what? forget this is an audience of one. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to make a really crude comment. Never mind. <laughs> um, call that number we're going to give you called Dennis O'Connor. And so, uh, Cindy's audience, you, you definitely need to check out the show. That's all. If you're, you're wondering what kind of banter we have, you'll just have to check out audience. I like to describe it to people as if you got nothing going on, just put it on. Yeah. It's and not, even if you do, put it on. If you're riding down the freeway and you're going from the Woodlands to Waverly, you know, put it on and, and yeah. listen to you Subscribe. We're on Apple. Yeah. We're, not We're on all kinds of podcasts. Right. You have some, we have so many platforms. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. It's so decentralized. Cindy doesn't even know her show's on podcasts. <laughs> what? You didn't even know your show's on a podcast. Well, uh, I knew she was on podcasts. She's a radio woman. I d- you don't see me on that. So I never watch it. So. Right. Yeah, it's just audio. Yeah. It's Actually, you know, it's funny. That's how she fell. She's watching, watching, watching herself on watching her herself on her phone. <laughs> Kerplunk. And there went and the dog. In, you know why this the sad part of the story is her phone died within an hour of her six-hour trip. 
And so she was just crying that she couldn't watch herself. Imagine being that dog, though. And she didn't even want to. She didn't even want to <laughs> use the phone to dog. call anybody. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I got binge watching the Cindy Gawkins show. I can't stop. I've got Look at one me. more. Watch hour. when I administer this line right here. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at that. Such a good interview. <laughs> Such a good interview. Look at me how I sign. I'm signed so 100 percent correctly here. Um, I signed on Tuesdays. I was going to just dedicate that to uh, having. I've seen okay, a few you where you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, but it that. got so difficult. Yeah, I can imagine. Finding everybody. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that would Would you like difficult. to come in during our show and sign the whole time no, we're we, doing no, our what show? I love is <laughs> That'd be perfect. Cindy's like, I want to do this. I go, that sounds really great. I think it's a really neat idea. But you're not going to be able to find somebody every Tuesday. That's deaf? That's deaf. And it's like, it's just not going to happen. We and did look what happened. Yeah, and we, then that's what happened. We got you a found month. a month's worth of deaf people. That's right. And we can replay that over and over and over again every time I'm... No, it's like... Uh, but that's really about what we finally did, trying to get people to, to be able to be on. But every, all the interpreters are working, and so they can't come on. And then the, the No one people, signs for fun anymore. They're always working. And I have that's to very have true. A, a reverse interpreter. Uh, I'm sorry, what? I can sign, but I want a reverse interpreter for the person that is the guest that's deaf, mm-hmm. and he's going to sign because everybody signs oh, a little bit different, I so I need you. a reverse interpreter gotcha. for them to let me know what they're saying. And I so, still don't understand what that means because I was like, "What's the point of you signing then? Why don't you just talk to the interpreter and he'll <laughs> sign I, to the guest?" Like I was like, "Well, I don't. What's the whole purpose?" Because of it? it's called reverse interpretation. It's, yes, and otherwise it's just it, interpretation. Well, I'm not, so, no, I'm saying which the way she described it to yeah, me was just to be difficult. I was like, "Why don't you just talk to the interpreter then?" And then that part interpreter goes to the deaf person. But then on the way back, it's reverse, right? No, see, I'm signing. I'm. I'm asking the questions, and yeah. I'm signing to the person. They understand mm-hmm. my question, what I'm signing. If they don't, they may look over at him and go, what's she saying? And so I have which, to sign that again. Happens. Which is but, all the time. But I was... But, what are we doing here? I never believe her when she's signing, too, because it sounds she does it so casually. And I'm like, did you say 100 words there? Did, or did was you just that make just, that up? Yeah, it's like, you know, you're talking means, really fast. You know what this means? I see you. No, I doubt you. I doubt everything you're telling me. Wait, wait. I don't see your thumb. Sorry, I didn't see you're doing this. No, not that. No, you're doing this. I'm doing like bunny ears. That means I need. That means I need my inhaler. (laughs) No, you're. you're, It's coming out of your eyes, and you don't believe what you're saying. (laughs) What you're hearing. Um, So, anyway, let's get back. to Andrew. Serious talk. Andrew. (laughs) Yes. Andrew, tell me what? How do you see your show in five years? Uh, probably in all record. This was an interview. What do you see yourself in five years? Probably all recorded because I highly doubt we'll be doing it in five years. We may not even be doing it in two weeks. No. What? When? Um, Why? <laughs> no. Where do I see it in five years? I, I honestly don't. Yeah, I take it week to week. Um, it's funny because I think I said this before the show started that I typically only listen to the show right after it's recorded. Make sure that there's no you know craziness. It's all seamless. Or right. I wasn't talking with on a hot mic, which has happened before. Or Dick throws out a cuss word, which has happened before. I usually listen to it once, but what I did a few weeks ago was actually go back and listen to some of our early shows and then skipped a few months to, to hear. And it's interesting to see how the show has evolved, right? Because we didn't know what the heck we're doing. I know it's shocking to believe this or not, but I'm not a radio broadcaster. And so we were just winging it. But over the months of doing the show and getting to know each other and, and the dynamic of the show, I think it's gotten to be a lot better. Um, so where do I see it in five years? I have no idea, um, but I, I, I imagine it's going to continue to evolve um, in, in some way, 
shape or form that I can't probably see right now or even foresee. I, I just want if if Richard promises you that you're going to be the first show that gets um, not what is it when you take a show and you put it out syndication there? syndication yes, you're going to be the first show syndicated okay. off of his radio just that's what he told me in 2012. Would, would, would I do it? Is that what you're asking? If he told me that, would I would I believe him? Would I do it? Would, yeah. Would you Would you believe him? Um, I just didn't know if he told you that to try and get you on. No. Remember, I was begging him to get on yeah, here. That's right. He was <laughs> reverse begging. Yeah. Me. Reverse begging. Uh, I, I wouldn't believe him. Me that? I wouldn't believe him. You said you're going to be the first show that I, I syndicate. I'm I'm sure. I said it's because your topics are so open ended. Because I can put your show on any if anyone asks, I can put it on. Well, and. And so, wasn't, I didn't say I was going to do that. It has the potential to be. Right. No. I just remember saying that, and I thought that was so cool. And then, of course, I forgot about it in about two weeks. I forgot <laughs> that you even said that. But, uh, but then I never you, said that. I thought that like, you said I, that. Prove That's it. what I heard. Prove it. Yeah. It was through this, through this filter that I heard, you know, that I heard that you said that. That you, that, did you no. want to? I said your show is eligible for it because your topics are so wide that anyone, you know, if someone reached out, will put it on their radio station if they, you know, if they want to. Cause yeah, but you sell it to them, though, right? I mean, you sell probably them not. <laughs> well, that scares me even more. Come on, man, this is a business opportunity right here. Yeah. Well, it's a little different because we're nonprofit now. Yeah. So it's kind of like there are a lot of uh, nonprofit radio stations out there that we would just share stuff. Like yeah. today, we had uh, our veteran show is a show produced up in, I think Washington D.C. Mission oh. Matters. Oh, Reese, really? Yeah, Wreaths Across America. You ever heard of them? Yes, yes. Yeah, they produce. They have their own radio programming, and so they reached out, and I was like, "Well, this show fits really well with our veterans programming. Mm -hmm. Right? Can we run that?" And he's like, "Yeah," and he sends it to me. Oh, that's awesome! Good. Good for you. You mean to reach out? Like we have the Cindy Cochran show that has nothing to do with veterans. <laughs> nothing to and do. you with can just run. You can just run it. Yeah, and it will make everybody feel better about themselves. And that. Well, now I need to contact that app y'all use at your house. Really? Yeah, because we can have them subscribe to the Cindy Cochran show. Just play it throughout people's when they, houses when they go to sleep. Yeah, helps them sleep. It helps them go to sleep. Yeah, it's the white noise, right? It's the white noise app. Yes. <laughs> And then the alarm will be audience of honey, one. Yeah. Honey, can you switch it from airplane to Cindy Cochran show? I need to go to sleep. That's I mean, right. That's right. Oh. I need to hit that REM real hard <laughs> yeah. today. Thank you. That ambient is an Alpin. Yeah, right. I understand. You heard it here. Cindy it's Cochran, okay. stronger than ambience. That's because all they hear of me is laughing and going, Richard, stop it. Shut up. Th there is Richard. a certain percentage of the show that is that, I will admit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got a question for Andrew. Uh -oh. Uh, oh, boy. Andrew travels sometimes for work. I do, yes. And I was listening to some other shows. How dare you. And a lot of people were talking about just popping Ambien, just <laughs> going on a plane. And I was like, isn't Ambien like a knockout drug? I mean, you're, a you're asking me what Ambien is? Well, I you don't... go on airplanes. Yeah, but I don't so, sleep like, on do airplanes, So, like, people really need to take I, mean, I have like, no idea. They were talking like, oh, we're going New York, Ambien. So I, I, okay, so I don't know much about it, but what I do know is that it's not like, oh, it knocks you out for an hour or two, and then you wake back up and you're alert. Isn't it supposed to be for an entire I, night's yeah. sleep? And then if you do wake up, right. you're in some sort of Tiger Woods incident where you're running through someone's yard with your pants <laughs> down and your ankles. Right? That sounds fun. Or did I combine <laughs> two stories I, I, there? I, I, I don't know. But no, I, I th the only Ambien story well, I know is I've heard is that people Roseanne. lose their mind. <laughs> Remember you know? Roseanne? They That's what she blamed her thing on. 
Ambient. She oh, was on Ambient. When yes, she, when she made all of her tweeting on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because they're not. They're kind of half asleep and half awake. And but yeah, when, so, when they were saying that, I was like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine. It's like, that. oh, don't worry, we're going on an airplane. Everyone take their Ambient. Oh, oh. I mean, maybe if it's an uh, like a flight across the world where you're going to be flying in the air for 13 hours yeah. or something. I don't know. I've never I've never heard of that. Let's put it that way. And no, I don't do Ambien or any sleeping drug. I, I well, thank I God sleep well. I want to talk thank about goodness. your mom. No, okay. What's your mom's name? Uh, wow. Uh, How my old mom, she? My, yeah, this is awfully personal. <laughs> Tell, here's a couch to lie on. Tell me about your father. Tell me about your no, well, what did is you your know mom's? This? I just want to know what your mom's name was. I'm, I'm not going to say your anything. Mom's name is Kay. Kay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Kay. Kay. Yes. Um, I'm like, sure she's. Is it like every kiss begins with? Begins with K. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is a brilliant tagline, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, Kay, you have a wonderful son. I mean, you you did one wonders with this guy. He's, Continue. I want to know how you have so much energy. What does she? What would she feed you on bre- for breakfast? So my mom, I, I'm really fortunate. She was a wonderful cook. Um, I think she may have even dabbled at some point in, in catering or in, earlier in her, her life. But I was really fortunate and exposed to a lot of really good homemade food that probably as a child I didn't appreciate and, you know, would even say, oh, I don't want to eat this. But, you know, later on, uh, looking back on it, I was exposed to a lot of different things, which I think gives me a fairly robust um, palate, Right. Um, so Good I was really fortunate in that case. Breakfast, though, I mean, if we're talking about getting out of the house for school and stuff, I don't know that she would prepare breakfast usually, but, you know, dinners for sure. I mean, it was always, we were around the family table at night and with a, with a home-cooked meal. So that was, I was really, really fortunate there. Don't you feel that makes a big difference? That's how I got together? to be so tall. <laughs> well, that's not how he raised his kids. Yeah, Do if, it doesn't, TV, come, if it doesn't come dinners, out of a box, I'm not serving it to my TV kids. TV dinners and Ambien. That's right. I'm, I'm trying to find out. How do you have so much energy? Do you well? You I'm in work front out? of them. I'm, yeah, I do exercise. Do yeah, uh-huh, I do. But <laughs> I don't. That's like something you ask somebody at a bar, right? Yeah. Do no, I, I, I do. But I'm in front of a mic right now. I usually I'm, ask my opening question at a bar is, "Are you clean?" <laughs> yeah. Are you positive? No. So I, <laughs> uh, I I'm, I'm on, are I'm on negative? the air. So I'm, I'm energetic now. But as soon as this mic goes off, I'm gonna pull back out my Dragon Ball Z and I'm gonna finish my lunch and be probably fairly comatose for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, the only downside. That's yeah, that's true. To a bowl full of noodles. I mean, did did you? Would you like for me to tame it down a little bit? Bring it down. No, I love your energy. I think it's great. I th- that's wonderful. I love seeing Thank that. Thank you, Cindy. So well, it's two forty eight. So Cindy's like, "Where's my brownie?" <laughs> my I definitely brownie. don't have the NPR personality. I have a personality that's suited for the audience of one show, no doubt. Subscribe I, podcast YouTube. That's right. Audience of one show with Andrew and Richard. I or really enjoy. <laughs> I really enjoy the NPR people. They're very concise. They you can't un- be excited if you work there. Right. No. Like, no one can be excited. Like, and no one really talks like that either. No. No, they all have to talk really like, breathy. Yes. Every, everyone does. And now fresh Even air. the guys talk real breathy. Yeah, which oh, is uncomfortable. Yeah, sure. And It's probably because they all smoke cigarettes and they don't want people to know. <laughs> they're all they're out of breath. Shamed. No, but that... That is, I, I just listen to it just for the amusement of it, to to listen to them talk about subject matters that they should be very passionate about. Right. But you could never, there's no passion. Well, that's why I listen to there. Alex Jones. Yeah, he's passionate, all right. He's passionate. Yes, he is. Yes, he's a lot of he things. is. He certainly is. That's, that's perfect. I've got to tell you. Yes. You'll just be so interested in this. Uh, 
Thursday. Okay. The 13th. Okay. Um, <laughs> the reason this is news to me. It, I have. Do you, do you need another guest spot? Is that what this is about to be? <laughs> So, by the way, what are you doing on Thursday? Uh, no, when, tomorrow we need another guest spot. Could you change your voice and just come in and just, mm, go through it? Well, go funny through. thing about Andrew. <laughs> Move on. Is recently. <laughs> what happened? Well, in June, he came out. He came out oh. as a radio host. As a radio host. Oh. Mm-hmm. Thank he, you. He for, got me pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, look, I got to tell you something. <laughs> I'm actually a real broadcaster. Oh, you, re- you were hitting on me <laughs> yeah. originally. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right, no, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. We're, 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 we're getting up against the clock here, so, so Thursday, what's going on? Thursday, I, I want to pr- promote this. And you well, it's your show. Me. You can do whatever you want. It, my sister, and, and I believe in nepotism. And she's going to be here in person, right? Yes, in person. That's she's awesome. Be here. She always calls in. And we need a, we're going to need one of those child things. She's only 4'11". She's oh, goodness. This, this tall. And um, right up Dick's alley. She's a CPA. She goes up against all the IRS people <laughs> that are packing guns and everything. They're just oh um, my. So she, and she's a terror to them. They, she, they, they're mm-hmm. scared of her come when well, she yeah. comes in. Uh, Imagine her line of sight with a pistol. She's four foot eleven. <laughs> so Some she, vitals involved there, man. That's true. Yeah. Um, no, but she has been. This is her sixty third year of of uh, doing taxes, and so. She knows all of it. She she knows all the secrets. She knows all where the bodies are buried and all that. But she won't tell us. But she's going to be on. She's great. Yes, yeah, Cindy's awesome. first she boyfriend, was. never found. Yeah. <laughs> she's great. <laughs> and she helped me out of that one. Though. But um, no. Anyway, he's so. No, she's no good be. for you, Cindy. <laughs> he hits you. Makes you drink Boone's Farm. Did you drink Boone's Farm? When you're young, well, what was like the choice of drink back in those days? Um, I thought you meant like before the show. Yeah, <laughs> well, Cindy, Cindy doesn't drink at all. I wonder. I was, yeah, like what were your friends drinking? They were drinking Everclear, and they were drinking. Oh, oh my nice. gosh! Um, they were drinking gin, uh, vodka. They were, they I didn't think Everclear was clear actually stuff. meant to be. Drunk. I thought it was just to light things to poison, on fire. To point, yeah, to poison you. No, oh, Everclear. Gosh. But Everclear is a. I think you're supposed to clean a, with it. Is a, <laughs> right. No, look at Everclear because that's that is a a liquor, right? Of yeah, course, yes. It's grain okay. alcohol. Yeah, it's, it's hundred proof. Grain alcohol. Yeah. Or more than that. It's a hundred. Yeah, hundred proof. I was going like to show. We should have some. I, I they put it in my Dr Pepper mm. and gave it to me because they were trying to. I was coughing and I said, "Zima, have anything? Water? Give me water." Where? They get her something to drink. So they went in the back, and they got Everclear, and they said this is Ugh. good as water. And they put, it, and then I drank that, and and got so giggly and so happy through the thing. I said, "Wow!" I said, "That's all I need." I was just I was wasn't hydrated. I just need to be hydrated. This is great. I'm drunk now. <laughs> and then I found out what they put in there, and I it doesn't I had take never much. Heard of it? I don't know how much they. It doesn't they take say. much. Yeah. So it doesn't it, take much. It uh, by your weight and stuff, but right then then. The, make a difference if you're it heavier it does it takes a while to male female weight all these things play into how much so alcohol you can that's thursday your body can filter it one time. we're so having some grain and some sister time thursday thursday sister sister's gonna be here and um i haven't seen her in so long and this is gonna be so exciting yeah you have a little date don't y'all the other, we're, then we're going as soon as the show's over Not we're really. going to the marriott then we're gonna go to the movies and we're gonna go out to the there is a a park. Do you know what the park's name is? It's right outside uh, Market Square. Town it's Green Park? Market Square in Woodlands. 
in the woodlands. Yeah, I heard talking about. I thought it was called Town, is um, Town Green Park in Houston. Is anyway, they have a. What's that park called? I know what you're talking about. Right there by, by the lake. It's by the pavilion, right? On the opposite side of the pavilion. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's so the opposite side of the Doesn't pavilion. Matter. But um, Samantha's going to perform there with this guy named Anthony Pitt. He's. I bet it's going to be a good show. And Is that so like a free show for everybody? Like we for anyone? everybody, everybody go. So yeah, Samantha's a really good singer. So we're gonna try awesome. and get her. She, she sung at my wedding. Yeah, he didn't. Friendly even, reminders everywhere, you didn't know every that day. Was my daughter and they, she has. They do show, showcases, and then you choose who you want to sing at your wedding. And he chose. I did. Well, I told him not to show anyone else. <laughs> I was like, I like her. She's good. <laughs> he wanted to leave. He was like, he was sick of it. But uh, anyway, he, it, and then he found out that. Said, did your daughter sing with the Royal Dukes? And I went, yeah. And he went, she's gonna sing at my wedding. Did I get invited to the wedding? No, but I, but I don't hold that against. Yeah, no hard feelings or nothing. No, not at all. No, no one. I wasn't allowed to invite anybody. Uh oh. I gotta, I gotta call her. I gotta call her. Uh, anyway, so she'll be out there entertaining. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna go to the show. We're gonna go see Samantha, and then we'll be back. That's Thursday. Awesome. So it'll be you this and me Thursday. tomorrow, right? Yeah, you and me tomorrow. That's wonderful. And you can ask us anything. If you want to um, go on to my Facebook, you can ask there you the go. questions. It'll be great. And I want to say this to the first responders. We love you. We respect you. We think that you're amazing. You're running into it. We're running away from it. And you are so brave. Thank you so much for all that you do. And we love you, but God loves you more. Okay, we're going to say goodbye. Every week, people ask the same two questions. Are they ready to retire? Will their savings last for their lifetimes? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. We help answer these two questions and many more that people have about their uncertain financial future. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know the client and includes a few meetings for the client to kick the tires at no charge. We provide a concise, one-page summary that helps the client get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for them. To learn more about Wooten Financial Group's process in helping their clients to a clearer financial future and to see their contact information, visit Cindy Cochran's show page on IRLoneStar.com forward slash TCCS. Wooten Financial Group is a proud sponsor of the Cindy Cochran Show. Wooten Financial Group is available by phone at 936-449. 5952 or visit them on the web at www.wootenfinancial.com. That's www.wootenfinancial.com. This program is sponsored by the Wooten Financial Group. It is not the intent of Wooten Financial Group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website. Wooten Financial Group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc., Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. 
no listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any of their representatives. 